Um, dude, so I want to play a new. I I I, I want to now. Maybe we can make this a recurring segment, but. I saw this on social media today, and I'm like, this is too good. I got to tell Chad about this. Oh, let's hear. And then I thought, oh, this is perfect for a game because you and I have done an episode about apologies. Yes, we have. And I have a new apology for you, and I would Ooh. like to have Chad rate this apology. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, let's do this. So there's a there is a um, baseball announcer. His name is Tha- oh, Tom. Oh, I- I heard about this, but I don't actually know good, what he said, good, so good. this will be good. So his name is Tom with a T-H, Tom Brenneman. And so apparently he was, I, I don't know if he got caught on a hot mic or something. I don't know how this manages to happen to so many people. Uh-huh. But I don't know if he got caught on a hot mic or something. Um, but uh, they got a clip of him during some sort of broadcast saying um, the f word capital of the world and by f word he meant like gay people capital of the world he was talking about some oh that I, f I, word yeah, but, yeah, I, but yeah. I believe okay. he said people said but when I heard it it sounded like he said the f word capitals of the world so I, I, I don't know if hmm. I don't know if he was talking about okay. DC because he was talking about like the capital oh wait no that's nationals see I don't even know what's the capitals isn't that a team did uh, I just make that up is that a different sport? Yeah, that's hockey, I think. That's hockey. Washington Capitals. All right, well, I don't know why he said it. Let me not try to figure out why he said it. Yeah, we might What's be here more... for a while if you try <laughs> yeah. to do that, Jared. We might have to rate my apology soon. No. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, so, don't don't get don't get us canceled here. I mean, Jared. I could have just played it for you, but it's not really worth it. But anyway, that's what he said. He essentially said the F-word capital of the world. Okay. And so he was then, uh, a few days later, he was... Uh, he was commenting on a uh, he was commenting on a baseball game, mm-hmm. uh, you know this is relatively recently, and um, he uh, d- decided to apologize during the game. So let me let me just play like it for mid, you like mid game. Let me just play it for okay. you and see All what right, you think. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but some would say yes, mid game. Myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. Oh, putting the religion card in it. Deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Wait, 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 pause it, pause it, pause it. Hold up. This is hilarious. Hold up. This is hilarious, though. Let me just preface this. (laughs) Yes. He's apologizing (laughs) in mid-apology. He's like, and Castellanos hits it like into the outfield. That's going to be a home run. Like (laughs) mid-apology, nonchalant. I find myself to be a man of God. I uh, usually don't step and, 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 uh, short, and the shortstop yeah. catches it and he's out. You know what I mean? But run, run, run! Right. I sorry for saying that. I uh, oh man. Uh, anyway, so let's keep going. Literally, that's that was three seconds into a fifty-seven second apology. Okay. Myself and think of myself. Sorry, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> And so that'll make it a four-nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm gonna be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's gonna be for the Reds. I don't know if it's gonna be for my bosses at Fox. I will apologize for the people who signed my paycheck for the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am. Uh, it never has been. Is it? And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that uh, that could back that up. I am very, very sorry, and I beg 
for your forgiveness. Jim Day will take you the rest of the way home. Interesting. All right. I want to give you my, my thoughts real quick. And then I would like to hear your thoughts too on this, Jared. Um, well, first of all, um, I think it's always telling when they say it's not really who I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you say that, I'm like, really? Because you kind I mean, of said it. that's a classic it, right there. You know, yeah. The, the man <laughs> of God, man of faith, number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you shouldn't even have to say that if, I don't know. Um, but, oh, man, that is just a hot mess on so many levels. So you, how would you rate that as far as an apology goes? It's not, I don't think it's very sincere, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah, I love the first of all the commentating. Like, oh, hold on, let me. This is a home run. I got to mention this first, and then we'll go back to this. <laughs> I mean, the the man of God thing's classic. Mm-hmm. The this is not who I am is classic. The I bet you there are some people that could back that up as classic too, because it's right. like first of all. Um, that's it's like who just some just your friends right like, oh, he's yeah, <laughs> what are you gonna do go to your office and be like yeah so this is Jill and uh, she she's been my assistant she can back up that I'm a yeah. man of God it's and, like yeah. do you have a well I don't I don't I don't know it's just like it's yeah it's, it's pretty ridiculous um, and then also the fact that he starts his apology with apologizing to the people that signs his paycheck yep <laughs> yep that's the first person you want to apologize to well you you pay me so i need to apologize to you first to all, and then number two what was number two was it even the people he offended? no i think it was his co-workers or something uh, so not even that's like what number three four or five on his list somewhere first off, oh, first off is who pays my paycheck that's right. the first problem here is um oh, i'm sorry for making you not want to give me a paycheck anymore you know what, Jared? We so should, instead we of walk-off apology for Tom, for Tom Brenneman. I feel like there should be a business for people that like teach people how to apologize properly. By the way, that shows you how boring uh, baseball is. That you can That's manage true. to get that long of an apology in uninterrupted. While, just while you're yeah, commentating on the game. Well, it helped that uh, Cassianos hit the home run. <laughs> That's true. He was running the time. bases. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, perfect. He, he hit home run. I'm just going to apologize real quick, and then we'll continue Yeah, he's like, this game. is perfect timing, actually. Right? Which is kind of ridiculous pretty funny it I is say. i mean it's hilarious but it's uh, a terrible apology i'm gonna be honest with you yeah but is. i do find oh, it hilarious too i'm gonna be honest with you and i'm gonna say that's a bad apology yeah i would how many stars out of 10 jared i'd give it <clears throat> i'd give it four. Oh, i was thinking three or four all right yeah because right. he didn't excuse me hold on one second <clears throat> he didn't blame other people <laughs> that's another classic go-to one that's where it's true. like well this person you know or it's It'd be like for sure or like three if he was blaming other like people, blaming sure. like the sound person like i didn't know the mic the, the <laughs> right. mic was hot or it's like right. oh so it's all only bad because we heard you right exactly <laughs> so that definitely i could have seen something that would have been said um also he didn't um he didn't like say like the classic, like, I don't know, you can't say anything anymore kind of thing. You know, it's like... Right. Or Everyone's like, so sensitive. <laughs> yeah. And they always get so offended. So you didn't bring up, anything. like, cancel culture or anything like right. that. That would have really put it down into the two in one section. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> one, definitely. One, I think, is if he doubles down and, like, says it again. Like, right. <laughs> well, listen, they, uh, it's like, it's just a normal word. And the... Uh, have fe- you been to that city? <laughs> right. I feel like I feel like you should... You should make a good enough apology <clears throat> where you should only have to say it once. What do you mean only have to say it once? Like you, your apology, like you know this guy is probably going to have to follow up about this. 
You know. Oh, I mean, if he know. wants another job, it seems like it. He wasn't even you know, confident that yeah. he'd, he'd have a job right, at the end right. of the game. He's like, well, this might be the last time you hear me on the mic. <laughs> you might, I might not even make yeah. it to the end of this game, bro. Right, right. Um, well, I don't know. Games seem pretty slow. I, think, <laughs> I mean, I baseball. Think it, right. listen, as long as a baseball game is, it's very likely that midway through, like, listen, we got a replacement. Right. That would be <laughs> we hilarious. We got him COVID tested. We, we interviewed in him. <laughs> yeah, COVID tested him. Uh, he has a really good voice. We're going to put him in at He'll the seventh up, inning yeah. stretch. <laughs> yes. Bring in the reliever. And then they just don't even mention it. And then there's right. just this new guy just just talking. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we right have uh, Martinez coming up to the plate now. And uh, oh man, this guy sounds different. That would be funny. This guy doesn't seem as homophobic, <laughs> right? He's, he seems like he's actually kind of friendly. Maybe maybe a nice guy. I don't like this. I don't like this anymore. Right. Oh man, that's that's crazy though. That yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, sports are just uh, a wild a wild thing. I think right now because so many people. Other than like watching Netflix and stuff, there's not a lot of yes. stuff going on. You know, there's not like big concert events like a bunch of places. It's it's not. You yeah, know. I mean, it, it was the first thing, the first, at least, I mean, definitely the first live form of entertainment. It feels like to come back um, since this thing has started li- by live form of em- entertainment. I mean sports, but also I mean like even like being able to see something live. So like go to a concert, go to a comedy show or something like that. Like this is the closest thing to live entertainment that we have. And obviously everyone loves sports for the most part. Um, and I feel like people were starving for it. Like I told you I might start watching NASCAR just because right. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I got are you going to go for Bubba? Sure. Yeah. He's, I, I kind of like Bubba. Sure. He's yeah, a cool yeah. guy. He's, it seems like he's like a lower to middle field kind of guy. But, you know, I don't know I don't know how NASCAR works as far as the cars go. Mm. But really, skill is not fully related to where you're, at least in Formula One, skill is not fully related to, like, where you're landing on the grid. Only because... Um, it's a lot of like, chance a little bit, right? Like, no, no, it's it's money. So like Mercedes oh, okay. is usually in the front because they have by far the biggest budget. Right. And they just like, yeah, Lewis Hamilton's the best, but they also just have like the best car Equipment. there. Yeah, it makes Yeah, a like Red Bull has right. tends and Ferrari tend to have like the second and they tend to battle for like the second best car. And that usually is always the case because they tend to always have the most money. So I don't know if uh, NASCAR's like that, but I'd be willing to check it out. So yeah, people are starving for sports, dude. Even um, baseball, maybe. I wonder if the viewership mm, of baseball I, has gone up. I wonder. Baseball's so boring. I never, I never gave any sort of consideration. Well, Did you ever play baseball though? No, I play t-ball. Okay. So I, I stopped before I got into the real thing. That's but fair. When I was like a kid, kid, yeah, That's I played fair. t-ball for a few years. Okay. And it was fine. the The only thing that made me mad about it was that because we were young, they didn't really like score it properly. So like, you know, if you if if I were to like like get a kid Smack out a home run oh okay and they would they wouldn't just like be like that kid's out they'd you know maybe still let them like run the bait and i'd be like hey, they're out they're out and they're like I, I know i know and i'm like this is stupid that's true <laughs> like, who, well, that's why you got to stay on longer was, so it's legit baseball <laughs> i guess so i guess so but i don't think it was the baseball i needed i just needed competition i think is really what it was um so yeah yeah, yeah it's it's hard to play sports i think without some level of competition i yeah. would agree with you i mean i mean i guess as a kid that that grew up maybe at the very beginning of the participation era or at least talk like right. you know the talk about it um I, I i mean i don't care to be honest with you but right. i guess as a kid i did it clearly would bother me as a kid 
Right. Well, yeah, you want to win. It's funny that I don't care now that I maybe it's because I don't compete anymore. Right. But when I was a kid, uh, I was like, I was like, what do you mean? I definitely just got this person out. So this person needs to. Yeah, they get, need to get. And, get and you know, the like bench. they would have like yeah. just got off the bench and they got their right. first chance to actually play. It's like, all right, no, get set back down. That's and so they don't want to do that to kids. Though. Yeah, but that's and how so baseball I'm like, works. Oh, what are you doing? You're out. Right. <laughs> do Do you think also your competitiveness came from having an older sibling? Like, did you ever compete with your sister uh, see, or no? Oh, of course, yeah. But okay. I, I mean, I don't remember. You know, I, I, the thing is, I just don't have like a. My memory's probably not good enough to have a chicken or the egg on like it. Was it what was it? My sister, me, like competing with my sister at a young age that made me competitive, or did I have that in me all the time and I just right. used her as a conduit, or should we yeah. used each other as a conduit for right. competition? Right. It's so probably I, that, to be honest. Because <laughs> uh, maybe it also, maybe she's also, she's competitive too. So maybe right. it's more that because she's competitive. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I never well, really thought about it. I think it's more fun to play sports with people who are competitive. You know, at, yeah. least, at least for mm-hmm. me, you know, I remember when you would come visit me in East Lansing and we would play soccer. I always liked having you on my team because we were both trying to win. You know? Yeah. yeah. Some yeah, people yeah. are trying to mess around. And, and sure, I'm out there to have fun, but like yeah. trying to, you know, put that ball in the net. You know? <laughs> yeah. The you fun know? part for me is scoring on you. <laughs> right, right. Right. Well, see, that's why that's why when some people when I was younger, they would come over and play table tennis with me. You know, I'm not trying to sound like a jerk right now, but, you know, I didn't want to play with them. That would always bother me only because I. I, I never had anywhere of a cho- chance to. I I never had any table tennis skill. So me knowing how good you were and just watching you take it easy on people would always annoy me. Because and then you'd hear people like brag about like how like oh I played against Chad and I almost yeah. beat him and I was like yeah Chad was half asleep and <laughs> playing with his weak hand the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and and it's not and trust me there are plenty of people that are a lot better than me. But just your typical I just was around that a lot because right. we were around just your average frat kid that has a right. broken table to play with. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and that's the thing though I guess because for me when I played table tennis when I was young. It was a very competitive thing, mm-hmm. and so if I play someone who's actually decent, that that side will come out out of me a little bit. But you always you always just play to the person's level. It feels like like I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen you just go like just go at someone. You know, that's because just be like, listen, I, like I'm not interested in. I don't know. I feel like people's trash talk would get sick. I'd get annoying to me, and I just be like, right. listen. You yeah, just have well, to humble people. I want to humble people I mean, all the time. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess I would. But the thing is, too, is you. I've done it before, and you don't really get that much. It doesn't joy feel out good. It. No, <laughs> it really doesn't, dude. I actually got to get that. I'm not a any sort of sports e- expert in any case, but right. I definitely kind of understand that. Like, I would be willing to bet you the Bayern Barcelona game eight to two score. I mm. will. I'm willing to bet you <clears throat> some of them felt bad. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. Um, because like th- it comes to a point where. It's a comfortable lead, and then it's just like too much. I mean, I've played, I, I've played soccer before, and I've definitely been in games where, right. where that's happened, where, where you, you either, either way, whether you're the winner or the loser, you're just like, this is like stupid now. <laughs> right. <Does> well, that- <laughs> the, 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 funny, the funny thing is when my nephews were younger, and they would come over here, and we would play table tennis, mm. um, they, they are both very competitive little guys, and they'll talk some shit. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah. They will. And and they'll say they'll say oh well whoever beats Uncle Chad you know goes next and I'm like yeah I'm like all right and I have put them in their <laughs> well, place a couple see, times now that you say it that way I have a little cousin he's like six years younger than me and I used to go to their house in Texas uh, over the summer all the time some shit too yeah and and he's a super sporty kid and so we would play you know everything like mm-hmm. soccer basketball and like. 
and I'm not a great at basketball, but like I was bigger than him. Right. Um, it's a big advantage in basketball. So like there would be points where like I would. You're right. It's not fun to humble people because they would always. No joke. Every, every, anytime did I you didn't, ever just block him and just like Bah-ah. yeah. Well, because when he would talk shit like that, that's exactly what right. I'd do. I'd be like, I'm going easy on you, bro. Right. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, and so, um, but it would always end in fighting. Because like, really, I mean, I would okay. be six. I would be like, I would, this would be when I was so in high school. 16, I'm he 16. 10. He's 10. Oh, you know, yeah. 15 and nine. Like these and ages. He's getting, and he's probably getting really. And he's good. Like with his friends, like he's right. one of the better players. Sure. So like he gets humbled sure. by someone that's just not even maybe better than him, just right. bigger than him. <laughs> but but you need that when you play sports. And I'm like, bro, you, you need to shut up, like right. because this is ridiculous. And right. and then it always ended us fighting and him telling on me to his mom. And I'd be like. He was talking shit. I don't know what you right, want me to do. Like, right. I think <laughs> he brought this on himself. You were doing the right thing, Deidre. in my opinion. <laughs> right. you, he was doing the, the wrong thing, and you were doing the right thing. You know, <clears throat> I mean, that's the thing is that when you, especially when you're a kid and you play sports, mm-hmm. and you're and you're one of the better ones in your friend group, you can definitely get egotistical. Sure. And sometimes it's good to play someone that's better than you and knock you down a couple pegs. Yeah, you, you have to. You yeah, know? you yeah. have to. That's how you get better is by playing right. people better than you. I'd right. say. And and I, I have to say though, I'm I'm willing to bet a couple more years from now, both of my nephews will be way better than me at soccer. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Doubt, for sure. Doubt. For sure. Um, I mean, you're still. I know that day is going to come. You're eventually. still like in the close stages of still just being bigger than them generally. Yep. <laughs> but that's but they have much better advantage. stamina than you. Yep. And they play way more than you do. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's, all, it's only a matter more of time. accurate at this point, too. Exactly. Probably. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, with all the training and everything. Oh. I think we're okay. We are good. It's really bothering me. Did you name this episode the wrong number or something? It says 225 down there. What's happening down there? No, it's fine. What That, that is weird. Yeah, what I don't know that? what that is, but don't worry about Region. it. Don't worry about huh. it. Um. Do you want to? Uh, do you have? Oh, any... you know what it was. That was the last episode we recorded on this bad boy. Ah, uh, gotcha. It's the same setting. Gotcha. That's probably what it is. Do you um have some shout outs? Yeah, I think I do. Let me let me Spread open up this love. bad boy. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that I was put up the full blast because that guy's apology was so quiet. Oh, that's right. Well, probably for good reason. Spread his apology was that quiet, Jared. I would say. No, that's too quiet. Sound check. We gotta spread a little love. There we go. There we go. All right. Uh, one second here my shout out all right yes so this is uh this is kind of an interesting one jared um i don't know if you've known this but uh one i want to give a shout out to all of the excuse me all of the uh different places that are offering like virtual tours right now Mm. and one that's been a big one lately has actually been aquariums so aquariums have been doing webcam visits amid you know the shutdowns for covid uh, and I think this is an awesome idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I've been to you know the Chicago Aquarium, which is amazing, and it's really cool to just see you know all these different fish and yeah. different stuff. It's been a long time since I've been to an aquarium. Yeah, but it is a very it's a very uh, peaceful thing, weirdly. And then they always mm-hmm. have that music in the background that <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that very like like you're in some sort of um, water wonderland music, right. that, just slightly in the background. Well, and the other thing is too is I wonder if some of these like webcam things could be a way for some of these places that have been shut down for a long time to maybe somehow make some revenue. Yeah, or they could do they like well, they could do something. like um like a virtual field trip maybe. So like maybe right. they can like specifically book time for for schools. And we, and they can like have someone go on maybe a more curated sort of um, uh, uh, like tour of the whole place and actually have someone walking through and giving the tour to these kids or something. So I'm sure there's ways they can monetize it. 
Oh yeah. Um, but that's cool. I love that. I, I actually um, I've been watching some uh, some virtual tours recently. Just over the past week, I've been getting into some of them. I saw one. I've been seeing some, and I've been getting into like these. There's so many European countries where it's like. I, I honestly doesn't even cross my mind and i'm like this place is gorgeous now I, I, honestly that the, to the point where i need to go pull up my history to even remember what they were but i've been seeing some great some crazy ones in like uh like serbian montenegro apparently has some beautiful um some beautiful uh like landscape and uh and like uh oh here they are oh Sar- sarajevo was one i saw uh batiam israel that was a cool one um this is probably about to make some noise and i'm gonna stop it there we go um ibiza spain i've been enjoying that nice. i've been okay. really being in, getting into that yeah the virtual tools <clears throat> tours are just really nice yeah you know uh, i've checked out uh, a few different ones um online and i i perused a little bit um with the aquarium uh and this one is the one in uh, monterey in california uh, and it's really really something to just see like yeah webcams. i mean look at that Look at that shot right there, and I bet you they have. A, I bet you they have good tech. I bet you. I'm any, sure I, they do. I, 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 I kind of want to even say that, like, call saying webcams is kind of not doing it justice because right. it's probably not someone like holding up their laptop, <laughs> right? Pointing right. it at that would at be the, hilarious. <laughs> maybe maybe like 10, 15 years ago, that's what. And they all were you're doing, seeing is yeah. just like a reflection of them, and right. the uh, but yeah, and I'm sure they probably have some cameras like inside the actual. Mm-hmm. Uh, tanks and so this is what's cool though jared they have something right now called uh where was it here it was called a meditations like meditation and ocean uh oh i like that yeah yeah. meditations uh is a series of guided meditations of soothing footing uh, footage of jellyfish uh, or breaking waves so just imagine that jared Mm -hmm. you're trying to meditate you have like the you know the fish going like that. Yeah, uh, I will. Yeah, I would like that. I like that. I'm gonna look into this. Yep. Thank you for that. Yeah. So check that out. I do have one more shout out though. Okay. Um, this one is just such an awesome one. There has been a stranger. They still don't know who this is, but one citizen of Santiago, Chile, has been disguised and dressed up as Batman, giving meals to the homeless during the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic. And I think this is awesome. Why does he um, have to be dressed up as Batman? Because he doesn't. He doesn't want people to know who it is. I understand. I understand. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, and I feel like Batman. I mean, look, man. If if I was doing charitable work and mm-hmm. I didn't want people to know who I am, I feel like Batman's a good go-to. Yeah, I don't you like know? the Spider-Man one. That's that suits kind of. I don't want to say revealing, but it's a little revealing. It's a little you revealing. Could say it's revealing. Um, and Spider-Man's also kind of played out because he also got all those dance, stupid dance videos right. with the Spider-Man. True. Uh, I guess so. I mean, it's nice what the person's doing. Right. But for so, but just in my head, I'm like, I mean, you don't even really need to wear the Batman costume, but I bet it's fun. Right. I bet you this I person like it'd be fun. is just like a big nerd and they're like a good person. And they're like, oh, finally, like just trying to find an excuse to get to use that uh, that Batman costume. Like, oh, this is perfect. I can save the world. I am Batman. I am Batman. <laughs> do you want to do, do some more translatables? Let's do it. I am sure. Batman. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, the first one I will start with. Well, first of all, untranslatables are uh, idioms, phrases, axioms, adverbs, Proverbs that cannot mm-hmm. be uh, easily translated into English on a one-to-one basis, but Slip we do make it look very easy for all of you listening out there uh, because we are licensed professionals at Untranslatables. That's true. And I will get us started <laughs> to, <laughs> today, Jared, with a Norwegian one, and it is a snakaret fra leveren 
which means I like to how that speak sounds. directly from the liver. To say it with your chest is what we would say here. Which is, means what? Is to say it like you mean it. Uh, like, 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 say it, like, say it um, confidently. Essentially, speak up mm-hmm. when if you if you have something yeah, to say. Yeah, it, I think it just means say something directly. Mm, okay, you know, so not confidently, but directly. Say it with intent. Right. Yeah. Like, like, don't like. But I think co- that does require require confidence. I mean, you don't it does. So? It does. I think you can hear someone's lack of confidence in in their voice sometimes. Oh, for sure. Um. So yeah. But I hear what you're saying. My first one is Japanese, and it's uh, Hopeta ga ochiru. Your cheeks are falling off. Your cheeks are falling off. Is that when you're really tired? Uh, no. Okay. Your cheeks are falling off. Your cheeks are falling off. I'll oh. give you a clue. Hmm. I I have once taught you an untranslatable in a different language that has the same meaning. Hmm, that really narrows it down here, Jared. <laughs> We're on episode 220, 228. Oh. <laughs> and uh, we've done how many untranslatables now? Yeah, but this is one I think you okay. remember. <laughs> okay. Your cheeks. I, I are thought you, you've known this pre podcast. Is it a German one? No, it's an English one. It's not slipping on gator piss, is it? No, but um, it, it's from where that, re- that region, even though I, we made that oh, up. Oh, so it's, this it's from southern, Michigan. but it's southern. Yeah. Okay. Your cheeks are falling off. What happens? Maybe if, what's, if something's touching your cheeks and they start falling off. It's tender. Something's and tasty. And when something's delicious. There you go. There really? You go. Your cheeks are falling off. Yeah. It's tasty. Okay. My cheeks are falling off. You put your foot in it, right? Isn't that yeah, what they that's say what down I was, south? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I do remember. You're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs> But that's a pre-podcast untranslatable. Right. That's a good that's one. What, that's, a, that's what started the pod right there. Right. There is a good one. All right. My next one for you is uh, Malaysian, and it is Yum Cha. And Yum Cha. You uh, said that. Is that how you say it? Malaysian? Malaysian. Oh, yeah. I say Malaysian. You huh. say like Malaysian. Did you know? Malaysian. It? Yeah, okay. Malaysia. I, I Malaysian. Know. All right. Sorry. Who knows? It's weird. Malaysian. Can I? Can I? <laughs> emphasis. Add the emphasis at the very end. <laughs> Malaysian. <laughs> Anyways, this one is Malaysian. Uh, yum cha, which means uh, drink tea. Ooh. So I see. It's so, not like ours. I was about like to say sips tea. It's not okay, like that. Okay. Okay. Because like I was that. gonna say that is no, what no, I no. told. Uh, Amarens is just go with your gut, and that's right. immediately what I would think of. Right. Drink tea. Would it be like to like take time to reflect or slow down or? Um, no, it's it's more like a, you know, hey, or, hey, let's go drink tea. Oh, oh, oh! It's just like it's, it's like how we would say, let's get a drink. Let's go chill. Yeah, let's go hang like, out. Get a beer, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Crack up a co- uh, crack open a cold one. You crack. Know? Yeah, like my grandparents would say. That's crack. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one is Scottish. English, obviously, but Scottish. And I guess I got to sort of say Scottish. Did they teach your granny to suck eggs? Did nah. they teach your granny to suck eggs? Uh, don't teach Don't teach someone your gr- oh. some... Oh, yeah. Don't teach your granny to suck eggs. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> what? I almost just read the, def- read the actual thing. Oh, man. Don't, <laughs> yeah. Don't okay. teach your granny to suck eggs. I don't even know where to begin with this. Don't teach you. I don't know how to do. Uh, I almost sounded like. Don't teach a granny to suck eggs. That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty is, good. Is that close? I yeah, that's pretty close. Parada. <laughs> Very good. Um, give me a clue, because I really have no idea. Um. Um. So maybe. Um. So maybe let's say that. Let's say this. 
We you and I, uh, so I have my car there that's a manual, and you and I are driving, uh, you and I are going somewhere, mm-hmm. and I stall out and uh, at, a, at a light or something, and you're like, oh, you gotta, you, what you gotta do is make sure you have enough gas before you put the clutch up. Well, obviously, Jared, clearly. Um, and I'd be like, hey, don't t- teach you to get any to suck eggs. Like, don't tell me what to do? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it's more like, don't, it's not. Like, don't disrespect your granny. Right? Don't teach me something I already know how to do. Is essentially right. what, it, what it's, it's like. Don't yeah. Right. It's like don't yeah, tell me how to sense. do this because I I know how to do it. Makes sense. All right. Yeah. My last one for you is Egyptian Arabic, and it is Hawa Enta Mandach Rehet Aldam. Okay. Uh, do you not even have the smell of blood? Is it someone that's like new, like um, like a sort of new, like a like a novice at something, or like new at a job, or no? S- say for example, Jared, we're kicking the soccer soccer ball around together, or the, or the old football, as our mm-hmm. British buddies would say, or or Scottish lads, yeah. And uh, we're kicking the soccer ball around, and uh, per usual, you come up and slide tackle me, and you follow me, <laughs> and you know you scrape up my shin really bad because you got new cleats That'd with the metal so spikes, if it was just and like I just have blood <laughs> just going out everywhere. And I'm like, I'm yeah. like, call an ambulance, Jared, and, and you're just juggling the soccer ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't you have the smell of blood? Um, it's like, don't you see there's something go wrong here? Because it's not like, don't you, or don't you have any like mm. sympathy or empathy or whatever? Yeah, you're well, a- actually, huh. well, yeah. So it's basically, it basically. Are you not concerned? Like, do you not realize there's something wrong here? I mean, kind of. It basically just means, are you really that heartless? Oh, okay. Like, like it. Because when I hear don't you have the smell of blood, it's like, don't you realize, like almost don't you see that something is happening here that needs to be addressed and you're not addressing it, you know? Right. Hmm. But according to Egyptians, yeah, someone who doesn't have, that's the weird thing though. It says, do you not even have the smell of blood? But for Egyptians, someone who doesn't have blood is someone who's heartless. Right. So I'm assuming that would mean then you're, yeah. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So should we uh, talk about some strict countries, Jared? Yeah, that was some fun untranslatable. All right, right there. let's let's do it first. I want to talk about. Um, s- sorry, I want to talk about uh, some difficult countries. Every time, some difficult countries to visit. You know, you can change that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. aware. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> Maybe I, you yeah. didn't, bro. No, I'm, I I changed it at first to have it. Turn no off joke. Quicker. The first thing I told Sydney when I got home mm-hmm. is that I told you I taught you how to take a picture. Nice. Oh, God. Anyway, so what would you like to talk about? Uh, Some of the hardest countries to actually get into Uh as a tourist. Because I think that has has something to do with, I think, some of the strictest countries in the world. Sure. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So so when you Uh, just think of this, though, Jared, what countries come to your mind? I think the first thing about having the the, the connection there, though, is that, like, it's like a lot of the reasons it seems, or not a lot, but some of the reasons why it seems like some of these places might be strict is, like, we don't want you messing it up almost or be or 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 like throwing it off like almost like mm-hmm. so the first thing i would think would be like what is it is it the galapagos islands is where there's like oh interesting where, like yeah, obviously okay. that's not that's a different kind of strict than what i assume they're talking about but it's like where it's so where it's like they're super strict about who goes there because of and, the ecosystem and right. the animals and the wildlife. Like they're even right. like they're like all right, we don't wear those shoes. We'll I don't know, we'll give you some shoes that you can wear while you're there right. because we don't want you tracking in right. a whole bunch of stuff from out from outside. Right. Exactly. And so um, that is something that I would think of. And so like you can go there, but obviously right. you have to follow a strict set of rules. But yeah, then, I wouldn't say those are going to be the countries we'll be sure. talking about today. But then obviously there's ones that could be due to um, political difference. 
differences, you could say. I would say political differences, uh, maybe political like relations or mm-hmm. international relations yeah. between countries. I could also say a lot of the countries are probably religious-based countries, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of uh, strict rules on how they govern, probably usually how it turns out is strict rules on how they govern women. Yeah. Uh, is, is usually what that comes down to, mm-hmm. or like maybe drinking alcohol or something yeah, like sure. that. Yeah, sure. Also, public displays of affection. Yes. Certain places in, uh, you know, in the Middle East, you won't want to be seen holding hands or hugging or kissing in public. That but then there's also places trouble. where then there's probably like uh, levels of corruption too, where you have to be careful with um, where it's like, like there's certain places where it's just like, listen, if you want to have a smooth travel here, you will get uh, accosted by the police, but all it takes is money kind of thing. So where it's like those countries are kind of strict to go into probably because of some sort of political relation. But then when you're there, you feel like you like the sa- like safety feels limited, but it's a lot of it. I feel like feels like it can be remedied with money sometimes. Right. Well, that's the interesting thing about some of these strictest countries is that in theory, you would think they're much safer because they, you know, there's right. less crime. Mm-hmm. But then the thing is, I mean, I don't know if I would, you could say there's less crime because if you do something and you're unaware of it, you could be committing a crime right? and you could be, you know, punished. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Unbeknownst to you, you're committing right. a crime. I mean, that's rule number one. If you're going to another country, yep. any country, forget it. Do out. your homework. Yeah. Yep. Do your homework. <laughs> I for mean, sure. Like, I've gotten in trouble for jaywalking in Germany and or Austria. Right. And it's like that. I guess I should know. Theoretically, I've heard it all right. the time. But it's just like, yeah, no, they're serious. And you don't think they're serious until, you know, something actually happens to you. Right. Uh, and I ended up in prison for, uh, Two weeks for uh, tree walking right. when I was in Austria. I bailed Jared out. All my savings <laughs> was worth it, though. All my savings. But they did. They warned me. They right. warned me. Right. And so, so the the big thing too, I would say, is if you are a tourist, even I'm not discouraging anyone to visit uh, or not visit the countries we'll be talking about today. But also keep in mind, like I think any country where you are a guest, I personally would not be speaking out politically. Or doing any of that stuff mm. because I just don't think it's smart. You know, even if you're in like a Western country, like if you were in I don't know France at a bar and they were talking about their politics, and you'd be like, oh, well, I don't. Does I, it I don't really know. bring you that much good though? To I mean, what if you get in a big <laughs> argument with them? You know, I'm not saying you shouldn't speak your mind, but I think there's a time and a place. I mean, I hear I would I wouldn't want to have that conversation in general, just right? Be, but I, I yeah, but I mean, but you wouldn't. But you're not. But that's not the point, though, because you're not having that conversation because it brings you no enjoyment in a social setting, right? But you're not having that conversation because you're concerned about um, about like a you know, someone coming to, you know, being accosted by police being like, what did you just say? Right. Come with us. You know, right. that's not your concern. And right. like a, the U S or like, a I had, country, is I it? had a couple, no, but I, I had a couple friends in China that, um, they said a couple, not things about the Chinese government, but they said some political that could have been deemed as political things while yeah. they were teaching. And they were really worried for good reason. You know, I, I had so been told like after the fact, they're like, should I have said that? Should yep, I have said that? Exactly. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I had, I had been told in a job interview, actually I had interviewed with, um, I forget the name of the school, but this was right after I graduated from TESOL before I had gotten the Fulbright. I, uh, and this place told me straight up, they said, um, you know, are you comfortable teaching 
But, you know, if your students ask you political political questions to just, you know, move on with the lesson. And I said, well, yeah, of course, I'm their English teacher. I'm not their, you know, political, you know, I'm not their American politics teacher, you know. And yeah. I, I don't know enough about, I, you know, it's, politics to even do that. Anyways. It should be easy in a teacher setting to be like, I'm not the teacher for that. It's, yep, it's, yeah. exactly. But, and, they, and then they teacher. said, <laughs> and they said, well, we have to tell you this because for some, you know, Westerners that come over here, sure. they speak speak their mind very freely and that you know they might say things that you know are just not acceptable topics over there to talk about especially in front of a class with children and then you can get locked up i run into that a lot with coworkers, where i'm like how do you guys how are you guys so comfortable talking about politics what kind of stuff okay i was about to say what uh, about? politics yeah. and even stuff that like i generally agree with it still makes me uncomfortable to hear them talk about it right <laughs> well and, and there there might always be someone sitting there that might disagree with it and you right. don't know too. Yeah, ex- I mean, exactly exactly that's the other danger but yeah so anyways um some some of the 10 you know or we won't talk about just 10 but some countries that are really difficult to get into when when i before i had looked at the, this list and tried to do my homework jared one thing that um uh really crossed my mind was just all the hoops you have to jump through for a visa right mm-hmm. uh and i think um a lot of countries um can be really really difficult to get certain visas, especially depending on what con- what uh, like you're a passport holder of, and even just a visa, like just for like a two week visit, it could yeah. Because like when I went to Tanzania, which was two weeks, two and a half weeks, something like that, um, I had to get a I had to get a uh, like a legit send my passport away for another piece of paper in it yep. visa. Right. And it, and to me that seemed I was like I'm gonna be there for two and a half like two weeks. It seems like a lot to do. It's like uh, but you know, that and that's not the only country that's like that. But I found that a little surprising. Yeah, there and there there are a lot of them. You know, we are lucky as Americans that um, most European countries you know have that Schengen agreement, and so we can at least stay there for ninety days um, without a visa. Like we have an automatic uh, okay vi- like visa by our. Sp- passport getting stamped at the border right so that's just the tourist visa essentially right 90 days right or like for example indonesia is 30 days but if you do what they call a visa on arrival then you can extend it for another 30 days gotcha so so that's what i did but thankfully i was only i was i wasn't there for an entire month so i didn't have to use you know have to extend it yeah but Um, i i know you're going to be prepared right right (laughs) I i try to be i try to be but but one place that that uh came to my mind obviously was you know china because mm-hmm. China is now they before the pandemic happened, I had seen they they had a few different travel programs actually, where you could stay I think for like seventy two hours, which would be three days, um, and do something and and I think that's actually not a terrible idea for some people if you're already in Asia traveling, mm-hmm. um, because. It, Do you need mm-hmm. a visa just to visit China? A tourist visa, yes. So, like, even Generally, if I'm just going yes. for like a week or two, I would need a visa. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you need a visa. You have to go to. I mean, I I don't know how extensive the paperwork is for a tourist visa, but I know for a work visa, there's quite a few documents you have to. Sure, have. that makes sense. Um, and I would assume with the tourist visa, there's still quite a but few. But there's documents. still something you got to do. I can't right. just get a ticket and go. Right. Exactly. Um, and so so China was one of them uh, that came to my mind. Another one as well um, was. Uh, a lot of countries that were kind of former Soviet countries, um, a lot of those um, you might need a visa to get in, or um, when you get in, you might be slightly monitored. 
slightly, slightly monitored. <laughs> slightly monitored. Meaning, meaning like they don't have a ton of tourists. <laughs> so, I mean, you'll I be just, you'll be surveilled. <laughs> That's another way I to say it. I just imagine myself like in the Kremlin. Right. And I just look behind me and there's like a guy poking behind a building and he's like... Right. <laughs> right. Just following me. I'm driving. I'm like, it feels like this... Car's been behind right. us BMWs for a long time. Made, made. They're pretty close right. behind us. Have you guys noticed right. this? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but there, there's definitely quite a few countries where. Is that what it is though? What is monitor? What do they mean by monitor? Yeah, they, they just make sure you're not, you know, doing anything out of line. Hmm. I mean, there's plenty. You know, if you go to North, if you visit North Korea, that's what well, that they makes do. Sense. I you mean, know, yeah, they, but that's a little easier monitor. too. That's an- a little bit another easier to another do. country I read uh, I read about was um um is it Eritrea or Etria? Eritrea. Thank you. I think that's how you say it. Uh-huh. They they also they also have some. Um, they also have like if you go there, you can't take pictures of people. You especially can't take any photos. You can't take pictures with locals, or you just can't t- of really stuff f- there as so well. Really, you just shouldn't be taking pictures. Period. Right. Just to play it right. safe. Exactly. Because so any it, we imagine that anytime you're taking a picture, if someone like some sort of authority sees you, they're like, "Whoa, what's going on with the pictures?" Huh. Right, exactly. Mm. And the thing is, once again, we talked about politics, um, you know, and how do you say it again? Eritrea? Eritrea. Eritrea. That's how I think you say it, though. Okay. That's not how I, I'm not okay. saying that I have any Well, more if we have any listeners from here, uh, <laughs> let us know how to say it. Um, but I think the thing is, too, is that it, um, this country is, um, it's a single party political state. Which, once again, I think when you have a lot of single-party places, uh, not that our system is perfect because we have a lot I of mean, problems here in America, too. But <laughs> Yeah, but, we have two, and that's right. a, not much or, better. Right. But, um, yeah, so it's it can be difficult. Uh, there There is an entry visa. Uh, and also sometimes, and that's the tricky thing, too, about visas to places, Jared. Sometimes you get denied, and there's just no reason. Like, they don't tell you why. You don't really ever know. And then you just have to turn around, buy a ticket, and go back home? I guess, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Eritrea. There we go. Okay. Is that the British way to say it? Eritrea. I don't know. That guy sounded American to me. Did he? Okay. Eritrea. Eritrea. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to make fun of the guy now? For <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how people mock Americans. You know, that's we, true. We, we are kind nasally. of talk like this yeah. when we're from America. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Okay. So that was one of them. Uh, let's go through. Here, here's a country I've never even heard of. I hate to say. Um, Nauru N. U N A U R U is it a um, Polynesian country? Uh, it's Pacific Island. Yeah, so. that's. I think that's. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like um, there's only one flight per week to Nauru from Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane, Australia. Sorry, uh, all foreign visitors must get a visa in advance, um, except for citizens <sighs> of other Pacific nations, as well as citizens of Russia and Israel who can get a free visa upon arrival. So once again, that's the interesting thing about a lot of these countries. There's no place I can drop the little guy on that island. <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, wow. There's okay. nothing for me to see here. I guess not. Huh? But I could do the satellite, I guess. But islands islands are so so great to visit. Have you heard about... Do you know where this is? The guy... Um, not this. The guy... Um, he was a missionary, and he was he wanted to visit. Uh, oh, that one island that that w- was where was it? was it off the coast of Africa somewhere or off the coast of South America somewhere? But he was a, a missionary. Here, I'll, I forget the name of those people, but yeah, they threw arrows at him, right? Let's see if that's it. Missionary killed island. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Indian. Yep, John Allen Chow. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that's so it. it's off the coast of India. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep, or yep, or no, it's guy. not off the coast, but it's like um, it's, it's an Indian island. Yeah, yeah. it's like in the woods. 
Small boat pulled within sight. And so sight. this guy was trying to uh, convert, con- yeah, convert yeah. Uh, people to his Christian religion, and they're mm-hmm. in a in a place that there are it's rules. A no contact island, yeah, yeah, where they choose to live uh, their own way, and they don't mm-hmm. want other people coming in. And I this think guy, that's fair. And, the, and he actually tried to go once, and they shot at him with arrows. Yep. And so and he the turned Bible around. saved him. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's why he went back. Yep. Because he, he thought, yep. that, I mean, that's clearly I'm a sure. sign from God. Of course it is. Of course. <laughs> but, oh, dude, did the yeah. Bible really save him? That's what they said, that, that he got... You sh- know they're still preaching about that in church today. Probably. This guy's a freaking saint, then. Probably. The Bible saved him? Right. Well, and no, but he he died there later, well, though. No, no, so. no, then I know. Then the next day, I think it was, he tried to go back again, right. and then the then he just got right. shot a lot. So, yeah, but obviously on the list, it's, it's you know, almost without, say, uh, you know, North Korea. That's the, good, that's the obvious choice, right. yeah. North Korea. And there are people that can go there. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people that have gotten in trouble for, like, for like trying to like steal a souvenir from North Korea and they right. get caught. Bad, bad idea. Just <laughs> just don't steal anything if you go to. And it's like we know people. the stories of what happens if a local yep. person steals something. Why do you think they? Yeah, they're uh, not going to treat you. you any You're not Dennis yeah. Rodman. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're. Yeah. This was an interesting one though. Turkmenistan. I'm familiar with it. That, I mean, I know where it is. That is. Whoa. The, mm-hmm. the, that sculpture is it's something, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So so anyways though so decades of. Sapar Murat Niazakov's rule left Turkmenistan with street cities, uh, months of the year, and even meteorites named after himself. So the leader of the Turkmen. Blah, blah, okay. That, so a lot of these countries okay. that do have like roots in in the in the Soviet Union don't have a good. Ha, you probably have some don't have a great relationship with the U.S. Right. Well, well, I think it's just that they don't have a ton of tourists. Uh, like it's not a big uh, tour, okay. tourism isn't a big industry there. Okay. Like when I went to Mongolia, like it seems like tourism is not really a thing over right. there that much either. Like they yeah. have hotels and stuff, but it doesn't seem like And if like it's, it's not big in Mongolia, then it's probably definitely not big in Turkmenistan. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Cuz exactly. that's not a place that's and so, coming to my mind. Right, but if you are thinking vacation. about getting there, you do need to get a uh, a visa which you have to hire a local tour company. Uh, so a lot of visas for a lot of these countries, you have to do that. Even with so, Russia, I know because I've looked into getting a visa to go there, uh, you have to get some type of invitation letter from either a hotel or a business or something. And it seems like it seems like you kind of have to have some sort of like driver or some sort of like, uh, what do right. you call it? Like um, someone that's sort of not... A guide. Not or, so, or, yeah, a guide. Right. Not someone that's like following you or like spying on right. you, like, but someone that's like your uh, sort of um, your representative while you're there almost. Mm-hmm. Well, your by sponsor, the, way, well, the sponsor, your sponsor. You could call it that. So that's so, oh, see that. So if anything does go, if you do do anything wrong, it's on them. I mean, well, it's not on them, but they're kind but of they're responsible kinda, to keep you in right. line. What was know? that giant hole of burning fire that I that's, saw? That's in Turkmenistan. They call that the gates of hell. <laughs> I wonder why that looks like. Right. looks like it. Is that yeah. a volcanic natural, thing or something? Uh, yeah, natural gas craters. Jeez, uh, that's yeah. terrifying. And it looks like a fire. Yeah, it looks like the gates of hell. Yeah, imagine what the gates uh, of hell looks like. That's it what looks that like looks. that, yeah. <laughs> uh, next one is Iran. Uh, visa applications take okay. a long time to be processed. I've heard that can be the case for uh, quite a few different countries in the Middle East from uh, an Egyptian buddy of mine. Like, because I was asking him as an American, is it difficult? Mm-hmm. You know, for him as an Egyptian, it's not as difficult. But he was saying, for for me as an American, what what they will say sometimes if you go to get your visa is they'll say inshallah. Like, you know, God willing, we'll get this done for you, and it might might take mm, a while. Mm, we'll know? get to it when we yeah, get to exactly. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, and that was before a pandemic happened. Sure, you of know? course. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that's kind so of why the is it that, mm-hmm. So, wait. So, so he said it was easy for him as an Egyptian 
to come here to the U.S.? No, no, to different Middle Eastern countries. Okay, okay. Depending. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, though, that right. there would be some some challenges with a lot of Middle Eastern countries because we don't have a great relationship. We don't. With a lot, unfortunately. Of them. But see, that's the that's the shame, though, is I think if more people could travel between these countries, yeah. we would have a better understanding of them and of each other. Yeah. I know that sounds very hippy dippy, but it's true. Well, I mean, you know? that's uh, yeah, of course, it's really and true. Ba- like back in the day, like. Um, there were a lot of Middle Eastern countries that used to be like the hotspot, like I like, like uh, Baghdad. I feel like I've, it was that one of the cities that like I feel like back in the day used to be like a hit, kind of a hip city, right? Um, but times change, right? And the thing, the thing with Iran as well is it says here that entry entry restrictions may apply to American, Canadian, British citizens, and entry is denied. This doesn't surprise me to Israeli citizens and travelers whose passports may contain any indication or connection or travel to yeah. Israel. Now, I've been told, too, by a couple of Russian friends of mine that depending on what places you have in your passport, um, it might influence getting Russian visas. I could be yep. wrong about that. I didn't but, even think about that. That Yep. I could see sense. that. I could 100% you know, see that. Yeah, it makes sense. And I've definitely heard of the heard of the the israel one where where you know if you go to any if in any of a lot a lot of those sort of middle eastern countries there if you have mm-hmm. certain countries in your passport they're, they're that's a hard no i think there's there's some of that happening in certain african countries too where right. there's some uh turmoil so you have to be careful now my question is so i just got a new passport so mine's fresh so I'm wondering, wh- where do you does go first? Show? Well, I'm wondering, does it will it show? Like you know, when they swipe your passport, I would you know? argue that a lot of these places don't care enough. Probably don't have like quick technology that could do that. So maybe they you do have a database so? somewhere. I'm saying if you're driving and they're and it's like some sort of um, some sort of like checkpoint kind oh, of thing. Oh yeah, they probably just look at it. And I, I, like I'm sure if you're maybe at like a at an office and they, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't. I feel like if you're out in the world, like just your average person checking you doesn't have access to that deep of information. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. You're right. Uh, let's if talk they about really some, wanted it, I'm sure they could right, find let's it. Let's talk about some other countries. Once again, uh, another Middle Eastern country, Saudi Arabia, um, and I've been told that uh, a, a friend of mine used to work there, uh, and and she said that they when she arrived there. They actually held on to her passport. I've heard of that t- yep. too. That would make me very uncomfortable. Yep. Well, you know, I didn't have my passport for over a month and a half while I was in China. Yeah. It was at least there processed. was the thought that she would be getting it back at some point. Though, I mean, you know? I was really hoping I would. <laughs> you know. So, but that's, but that's the thing, dude. I I literally gave my passport to a student assistant that then gave it to. You know what I mean? Like it. it right, 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 ooh, right. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of trust, right? Yeah, there. it that's is a lot of trust. It is in Saudi Arabia. Is that one of? The, is that a country where um, you have to cover up if you're a woman? Yes. So did she? Yes. She had to do that too, then. Yes, she did. Yeah. Okay. And my friend, she was a teacher there. She had to wear the. I feel like thing. that's really hard to adjust for someone that does not used to that. Right. Especially in that Saudi Arabian heat, bro. Right. Man. But but I think at the same time I think the coverings help a little bit with the yeah heat. people say that Don't I they? guess so because it's probably not a thick material right it's got to sure. be because I, I feel like people would be fainting in the heat all the time otherwise <laughs> oh, if right it was just beating down yeah you. like if it yeah I, I don't know I would imagine it's probably I don't know. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we have Arabia, no idea what we're talking about. Right. We really don't. Um, but yeah. All right. Another one. Yeah. Belarus. So uh, I don't know much about Belarus. Is Belarus is in Europe, right? Well, yes. Um, and some people, I'm not sure if this is true. I'll have to. I have a Belarusian buddy. I'll have to ask Belarusian. him. Belarusian. He's, he's in. He's in uh, China right now. But um, he he was he was telling me that yeah, Belarus is very different than a lot of Europe. Um, 
And according to this website, uh, which is arrivalguides.com, uh, they say that uh, Belarus has been dubbed Europe's last dictatorship, uh, and they have had <laughs> the same yeah, and they have had oh, the same geez. president for I think like twenty years. Or no, he's been in power I think since ninety three. Seems like there's a lot of protest happening yep. right now in Belarus. Yep. So right here, so uh, has recently introduced simplified entry to foreign visitors. Those who enter and depart through the Minsk National Airport do not require a visa to stay in the country for up to thirty days. Twenty six years. Okay, there you go. See Alexander Lukashenko. Yep. Uh huh. But yeah, so if you want to stay longer than thirty days and you are not a national of of Azerbaijan, Armenia, Georgia, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Moldova, Russia, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, and Ukraine, you will need to apply for a long term visa in advance. Requirements for a long term visa remain stringent and call for significant amounts of paperwork. That's the key with all these places, Jared. I think paperwork. Paperwork. Yes. So if, paperwork. If, so is it is a place like Belarus? Mm-hmm. Is it like a look at it though? It looks beautiful. It is beautiful. It? Yeah. Is it, it's in the mountains too? I think I think there are some mountains. It looks like yeah. there's a mountains in the background. Right. Um, the thing about the be- about Belarus is is it so it's dangerous if you don't like fall in line. It, it, it can get dangerous. I'm not sure. Okay. Not, I have no idea. Well, because the last European dictatorship, I've never heard of that before. Right. I did not know that. Right. Uh, this is an interesting one. Um, Bhutan. Okay. And I think for a lot of Americans, Bhutan is not really on their radar, um, but it is in the Himalayas. Um, but the interesting thing about Bhutan is that um, it you you do need a visa and you have to have a travel operator. So once again, we've kind of talked about. Now I'm not I'm not sure though how like strict different travel operators, travel guides, sponsor, whatever you want to call them. Are in different countries. You know what I mean, right? So I, I yeah. for some reason, I usually just think about them as drivers almost. Right. Whenever I hear that sort of guide thing, where it's like they're taking you all over the place, and then once you get to wherever you're going, I mean, that is their job, I think, to take you a place. Right. Yeah. Maybe they just like like they're not like on your back checking right. over checking over you. I imagine. Right. Um. So um, how how do you feel about um. First, how do you feel? Have you noticed uh, recently that our, our president? It always comes back to our president, doesn't it? That he he randomly every now and again will just tweet out "Law and Order!" Uh, exc- exclamation no, point. Uh-uh. You I, you, I don't follow him on. Twitter. I don't follow him on Twitter either, but I, I, somehow I can't avoid it. Okay. Every now and again, like maybe You're once on the a Twitter week. Twitter sphere more than I. Maybe am. once a week. Maybe once every two weeks, he'll just tweet out "Law and Order!" exclamation point. Oh jeez. <laughs> I feel like that's what a lot of these very strict places that's what strive I'm to be. Yeah. I f- but but I feel like uh, Americans, especially Americans that support him, would never consider like America anywhere close to on some of these strictest right. country lists. But it, um, but it's I find that's like I find that so eerie. That sort of just like law and order. This is the weird thing about the U.S., though, Jared. If to all of our listeners out there who are an American and you're thinking of visiting one day, mm-hmm. really think. Like carefully which state you choose because I think that really will change your trip a lot because we do have some conservative states out there that uh, I think are definitely a little bit stricter than others you know certain laws you know and depending on what what type of vacation you're looking for um, you know other states can offer different things sure of course um, of course yeah um, what what do you think uh, do you so what 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 when we're talking about strictest countries, we're talking about, um, in my head, what you're allowed to do, mm-hmm. and then the punishment 
that would happen if you did that thing. So obviously right. all of this is a scale. You know, every country you can and can't do things. Sure. What are some freedoms or rights that you think you would prioritize? Well, I mean, it is nice to uh, be able to have an alcoholic beverage once in a while. Yeah. See that even see it's so you know, funny that didn't even cross my mind, but that is yeah. something that is you know, not you allowed go somewhere. Some yeah, you yeah. go somewhere that's completely dry. A lot of Middle Eastern countries are yeah. completely dry. Um, and I know I think in the UAE, you have to United Arab Emirates. You have to. Uh, I think if you want to drink, you need some type of like ID or card or or something <laughs> like a permit. Yeah, but see, so then you you're gonna drink. be. Yeah, but then that's not fun. Right. You can't be the only one. Right. <laughs> it's like no, well, no, but I have a probably, permit. You're probably not the only one. But yeah. It's, yeah, but then oh, it's probably like a, something that just rich people can get or something. Right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably. And they have like parties, and they can. Then they somehow right. manage to get booze at their parties. Is usually sure. how all of this works. Is just the That's people with money. Definitely can do how, how whatever they how want. This stuff works. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um, for me, um, now, yeah, that's an obvious one. Drinking. That's mm-hmm. not an obvious one, but that's a good one. I mean, even just like a beer with your pizza for dinner, you know, it's yeah. not even like... And I would say kind of along that line, the freedom to... Um, I'm not even a fan of public displays of affection, but I definitely don't like the fear that if I were to like get a little too handsy, it could get dangerous. So I like that Ooh, one too. So like yep. the freedom... Honestly... You mean hmm. just like being able to hold your partner's hand? See, I'm, I, I, yes, yeah. yeah. But I kind of, but I kind of don't mind. Now, there's obviously a line here. Well, sure. But like, where's the line where it shouldn't it's just be like, doing it in the streets? But well, but yeah. a kiss on the cheek. Or, but or but, but like, yeah. do you have a problem with like someone walking down the street without a shirt on? I don't really care either way, but I mean, I don't either. But I'm saying there's obviously there there is a line, is what right. I'm saying, right? And I feel like that line could go, it, like there's I think feel like there's more space, is what I'm saying, right? Um, I think, I think, yeah, just like your basic, yeah, holding hands, if you want to have a drink outside or, you know, even if you, not that it's very healthy, but if you are a cigarette smoker, if you want to like have a smoke outside, yes. you know, some places that they prohibit smoking, you know, that's their choice. But I feel like if, I don't know, maybe it's me being an American, if you want to smoke, if you really want to do that, I'm not going to stop you. Um, and you should be able to have that freedom. Now you know? here's, um, Here's one that's not important to me. The mm. freedom to own guns, I don't. That's not important okay. to me. That concept, not trying to walk around different countries just strapped. I, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I'd be missing out on anything if I were to move to other countries that have various freedoms except for gun ownership. Right. One one that I do think is is a is a nice luxury to have when you travel uh, is just being able to take pictures of whatever you want. Yep. You mm-hmm. know because. You know, you are a tourist in a country to experience the country for how it is, mm-hmm. regardless of how rich, poor, uh, clean, dirty, beautiful, ugly a place is. You know, you're you're there, and you should be able to capture it how it is. Yeah. You know, so some of these countries that don't allow you to take pictures because it you know displays the country in a negative light. It's like, well, then maybe you shouldn't you know be a negative country. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you, know? you should. Yeah. Let's. How about you fight the root? Right. Not not someone showing the issue. Right. Yeah, there's a bigger issue than and me you know taking what? a picture maybe, of maybe, it. Maybe charge your tourists a little bit more money that come visit, and you can use some of that revenue to help clean your clean your place up. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, but there's you know, I think uh, being able to take pictures when you travel is a is a really nice luxury. And I never, I will say, my entire time in China, I never felt uneasy taking pictures and stuff. But I do have a few friends that occasionally would make videos and stuff. And they said, like, if they had, like, a camera like we do right there and then they were talking into it, 
um, sometimes like people would kind of like look at it. Well, and, see, that's a little different because then right. it starts getting into more like you're almost some sort of broadcaster. Right. Like or that or almost reporter. puts some sort of yeah. um, validity different into what stigma. you're saying. Right. Yeah, and it's like, are they are they like a reporter talking about us or something? You know, another reason why I find it weird that sort of this freedom country that we live in is not really as that not really as that, as free is, as we think. Yeah, and it is strict. Mm-hmm. The the death penalty. Oh, yeah. I would say that as far as punishments go, um, I mean, there are a lot of countries, obviously, that are... that are. I, I wrote down some punishments that just came to my head. Mm. Uh, caning, that's one that oh. still happens, and I know in, in, in countries Arabia, like Singapore. Sure. Oh, uh, Singapore ma- okay. But there's more than one. I saw right. a list, and there was more okay. than one. That's one that uh, is a little strict, where it's like, it's not only what are you allowed and not allowed to do, it's like, mm. if I do the wrong thing, what are you going to do to me? Is it like some sort of fine that you right. give me, or are you going to beat like, me with I feel stick? like... I feel like as a tourist, you ought to at least give them a, <laughs> give them like a mulligan. You know what I mean? I mean, it like, depends on what they're doing. I don't well, that's know. That's true. Stealing really is bad. universally a bad thing. Well, so that's it's not true. like if someone does that, it's like it's not like you didn't know that that was going to be bad. <laughs> you can't do that well, where you come from, right? Yeah, that's not what I meant. What I meant is like I, I read <laughs> if they like if they like I don't know if they do something simple. I, I read I read somewhere I forget which country it was, but Singapore, I read somewhere I that um, someone went into the wrong bathroom. And it was in a country where they didn't speak the same language, and it was a, it was a country in Asia that had characters, right? And they walked into the wrong bathroom, and they they were like in jail for like a week. Damn! Can you imagine that? You go visit a country, and you <laughs> hey, walk into the wrong story. bathroom. Well, I guess I, if you're looking to get a cultural immersion in a different I guess. country, <laughs> yeah, how how did you become fluent in that language? Well, I was in prison for a week. It was either that or die. Right. So uh, exactly. Oh, another one, uh, and this is a. I don't know if it's a uniquely American, mm-hmm. but as far as Western countries go, I'd say it's uniquely American. Life in prison. Oh, yeah. That's sort of a uniquely American and sort of a torturous thing to do to a person. Because mm. um, I feel like there are a lot of European countries I know that, like, there's not really a I don't a, think a they have a life that, sentence Exactly. Yet. Like, even, even if you kill someone. Maybe the most might be 25 or 40 right. or something like that. But right. there's no such thing as life in prison. Uh, and that kind of goes along with uh, the death penalty as well. Right. Uh, where it's like, I don't like. I don't know about. Like, I know as far as Western countries go, mm-hmm. we're um, we're one of the we're like we're one of the few probably Western countries that does a death penalty or life in prison. Uh, and then another one that came to my head: stoning. It's completely different. Oh, yep. That seems like a terrible way to go. Have you seen oh, Kite God. Runner? That move. That mm-hmm. movie. Uh, someone gets mm-hmm. stoned in there, and it is rough to watch. Yeah, I, I that, think, that's very that's very like biblical. It feels I think like. any of these like corporal punishment type of yeah, very biblical things are, are oh, they're terrifying. Yeah, the idea know. that beating someone—I mean, I guess it, I don't want to say it works because you're it, it works. It doesn't a, work. It's a fear tactic, right? <laughs> that's that's all it really does. Yeah, it instills fear in you. It doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that the places that have these types of laws i would i would job who wants to be the town beater right well probably a sick sick individual or you become sick because of the job there's no way there's no way uh you can't stay mentally a a person can can be mentally Mm -hmm. stable and just constantly doing that right (laughs) but but the thing is uh, with a lot of these places i would definitely really do my homework before going and i I hate to say this but i personally would probably think twice about some of these places like what's the line for you is the line like like just just the, just the if it's like, if it's like probable, what about Singapore? Singapore is, a, from what I've heard, a beautiful country, but they're like, super strict. For example, if it's really probable that that even if you didn't do anything wrong, but they say you do something wrong, if it's really probable that that you're either going to have to pay a huge fine or spend jail time, 
I might or get beat with a stick. Right. I might not consider traveling to that place. Okay. You know, that's fair. Um, you know, like plus, like for example, you know, I remember I, when I was in Bali, um, I went, uh, I went to a barber shop and got a haircut, mm-hmm. and uh, and the guy was talking to me. He said, "Oh, where are you from?" You know, I t- I told him Michigan, and and you know we're talking. Uh, and, and then he asked me, he asked me, oh, you know, is, do you guys have medical, uh, marijuana in Michigan? And I told him, yeah, that's, you know, that's a thing here in Michigan. You know, it's in quite a few different States. Mm-hmm. And, and he, and he, and I don't know if he was trying to sell me something or what, but it was at his end to be like, but, do you want some? But, well, but basically, <laughs> but I had, I had read that, you know, in Bali, you know, Bali is known as like a party Island, but you have to be really careful because right. they have really strict laws right. if you do drugs there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so, so I was just like, I was just like, oh no, like, I don't even want to talk about this because like, I've heard, like, yeah. I've seen like on TV too, like locked up abroad. All you don't even want too. it to look like you were considering it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I wasn't, you know, no, I, really I know, but, I'm no, but you don't even want them to look like, I'm not right. even entertaining this conversation. Exactly. But, but that's <laughs> the thing though, you know, is you really have to do your homework because, and I was offered a few times when I was walking up and down the street in Bali too. You know, I was like looking for a restaurant. And, it's and odd that the, that me, the risk is is so high yet they're so cavalier with it right yeah because we've seen places like in berlin but that's how they get you i think in berlin they're pretty chill with it too about asking but the risk but the risk is pretty low like obviously you can get arrested but you're not going to be beaten or you're not going to be you're not going to be in a jail that has these right terrible conditions exactly exactly so it's just surprising to see that there's that they're so cavalier with it yeah it's it's really crazy um, so, so yeah, do your homework before you visit yeah, these places. Yeah. It's really, really important to do your homework. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, that's all I have, actually. I, 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 that's all I have. So I just want to end today's episode then with a couple tips just for people. Obviously, I've been saying do your homework, but I think I should be a bit more specific. Yeah, where because yeah. you're, you're always looking for trying to before you go to any country you're always concerned about the uh, about risk right and trying to figure out the risk Doing where do you research, go to right. figure out what the what your risk is well well first of all i guess uh i try to look i try to look and see um <clears throat> i guess the first thing is just your local consulate or something like that usually the u.s consulate has really good information about if there's you know warning about you know mm. hey you know, people have been like I got uh, an alert actually from the the consulate in China saying, um, just so you're aware, people in uh, a certain country that starts with H and ends with K um, have been detained because they've said you know certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so you and get have warnings. Like, oh, is, oh, the reason you said email, it like yeah. the reason you say it like that mm-hmm. is because that's how the consulate would say it. I'm, well, no, the consulate explicitly. Oh, would they it, say? It? But, I didn't know if maybe yeah. they would try to be sort of cheeky about it. No, no, no. They, they were China. pretty. No, they were pretty upfront. But they're not like. I guess they're not governed by the Chinese. But right. I, I didn't know if they were trying to be a little right. But but you know when when you get stuff like that, um, that's I guess I would say enroll in some type of safe travel program. Sure, and I'm you sure know, there's online. some sort of color-coded map or something somewhere right. that shows you like a, a red to green on how safe it is to go right. or something. Exactly. Well, the the U.S. system, I think they, they do it by uh, numbers, one through okay. four. Okay, there you go, a um, number system. Yeah, but, but either way, yeah, names or numbers, it doesn't really matter. Um, try to find some type of... But I would say look at a couple different sources as well, because if you only look, for example, I feel like American sources can be very biased on certain things. Well, how so? Oh, you think we might be a little overly nervous about certain countries or something like that? Yeah. And and sometimes, you know, it's for good reason. 
um, you know, sometimes it's definitely for good reason. <laughs> we really um, have to finish this up, don't but, we? But but otherwise, <laughs> but otherwise, you know, um, it's you just need to be aware because you can get very biased information, um, and sometimes there's a grain of truth to it. But it's always good as well. I would really suggest. But I will talking say the someone, good thing about the biased information. Mm-hmm. The good thing is, I think most times. It's airing on on over caution. Is they're telling you something? Yes. So at Correct. least they're not. Te- I feel like in these situations, they're never going to be like, ah, it's fine. Right. It's usually going to be like, <laughs> right. It's usually going to be like, it's way worse than it probably actually is. Correct. Is what they're telling right. you. So if anything, yeah. you're still being safe, I guess. Right. Rather than just being like, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. Right. But the the, the key wear here too, they love it there. The key though is, I would talk to someone who's been there or or has gone there recently. If you can, yeah, for sure. Right. Because that really will tell you like. Me being able to talk to some of my fellow friends about like the Chinese visa process really helped. I'm sure me that's with a, everything. That's a very popular or a very common process for people like you and in, in your sort of line of work to find right. people that have been in you know in other countries and be, and exactly. share swap stories. Right. Oh yeah, it's really important. And and you also then, I always try to go into a country being aware of what can I do that might offend someone mm-hmm. that I wouldn't normally think of, right? Yeah. Like taking your shoes off. You know, if you go to Japan, you should make sure you take your shoes off before you enter someone's home or yep. like right when you enter, what, whatever it is. You know, you don't yeah, walk yeah. around with your shoes on. Mm-hmm. That's just one example. But be aware of these small cultural things because in some countries, like if you're holding hands with someone, you know, if for some odd reason I haven't seen Jared in a while, I give him a <laughs> hug uh, and we reunite in the UAE, you and I might be facing some jail time. Thing is, well, not funny. It's not funny at all. But actually, that's not really the case. Like men often hold hands in those countries. Do they really? Okay. Yeah. So, so it's with the opposite sex. I think it's an opposite it's sex deep. thing. Yeah. Oh, I see. Or okay. like they do like the thing where they like do the pinky thing. You've never heard of that? I have heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Then so yeah. I, I think it is more of an opposite sex thing. Okay. Yeah. So we can fair. we can do that. Okay. Good. Don't worry. Good to know. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> but yeah. So so I think it's really important to just you know be aware. Enroll in whatever program your country or consulate has. Yeah. Uh, talk to a friend who's been there. Educate yourself about some of the cultural subtleties of things as well. You know, what are kind of the, the do's and the don'ts. Um, you know, I don't know if we've ever done an episode of do's and don'ts, but that might be a fun one to consider. Um, we'll have to play with that idea a little bit. I'm going to text you that right now because I'll forget it otherwise. I got it. Uh, okay, do's and don'ts. But yeah. But uh, so, yeah. So let us know, though. Um some of the strictest countries you have visited um, at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. We'd be curious to hear about how you've navigated those um, interesting cultural waters, um, to put it that way. So let us know. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. Slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias, shishe, and dosvidanya. Yeah, sorry, I was losing focus with this Champions League. I don't blame you at all. Bayern had a couple, a couple chances already, it seems like. No, this is, this is good timing. Oh, We're only four minutes in. <laughs>